Oh, yeah, just keep your head up, Kevin. Oh, <laughs> oh there's so many things weighing on it. Kevin, uh, what episode of Overclocked is this? Uh, if I check the note, I'm sure it's 45. 45. 45. Welcome to the 45th episode of the Overclock podcast. O-V-R-C-L-K-D underscore Z-A to all of you who found us through some other method besides for like searching for us and subscribing, which you should maybe try doing. Yes. Yeah, we do this every week except last week because I was away. Uh, Gavin, what were you up to? Well, at Tech Magazine, we are quite excited to have just dispatched our special gaming edition. That's crammed full of gaming gear, and we'll be promoting that at both Comic-Con and uh, the Rage Gaming Expo. So those two things happen kind of back-to-back over two weekends at the end of September, and we'll be there. And I'll be dressed in a jumpsuit. I'm hoping it'll be a blue <laughs> jumpsuit with some orange detailing. And we'll see how it goes. But if you stop by, we got merchandise. We've got a great range of stickers we're giving out, but also t-shirts, hats, and of course, issues of the magazine, which you can pass on to your friends who are not tech readers. Do come by our stand at Comic-Con and at Rage at the end of September. Okay, that's a lot of self-promotion. Yes, well, <laughs> gotta happen, gotta happen. Moving swiftly into the show, you know, you, we try and do this. You smell like curry. Do you smell like curry, Lindsay? Where no, have you I been? don't. No, I don't. I smell <laughs> like tea, been? probably. I've been, I've been in India de- um, attending a launch of a new mid-range kind of device, which is actually quite powerful for, for what it offers. It's the Techno. That's a brand you might have seen in tech, in tech magazines, mm-hmm. specifically. Um, taking a lot of advertising nowadays, like offering very, very good value for money options. Uh, the Techno Phantom 9, which is their new flagship. So that launch happened in Delhi, India last week and I was there and it was amazing I mean on a scale of like Samsung to what's the worst launch we've ever seen on? <laughs> we won't say there have been uh, some dodgy HTC ones I recall okay um, but in terms of like overall presentation uh-huh. I mean India is a key market for them obviously it's the biggest growth market in the world right now mm-hmm. um, outside of China Chinese brand going into that market. It's a very price-sensitive market. I actually bought a local SIM card, an Airtel SIM over there, uh, which gave me 1.5 gigs per day mm-hmm. for $20. $20. Okay. I had unlimited local calls, which I obviously yeah, never yeah, yeah. used. Right. And I, yeah, 1.5 gigabytes on that? per so day. How much were you paying per gig? Do you know, 1.5 per day. Per day. Good gracious. Per day. So your for 20. Free. So your 20 dollars is going to be what 250 rand. Yeah, or that's yeah. that's even cheaper than like Jeez. a three gig equivalent data yeah. bundle out of bought on Vodacom. Yeah, that would be three gigs for your whole month. Now you're getting one and a half per day. Yeah. That's I mean it's yeah. even impossible to do the maths. That's like. Less than, less than 10% of what we're paying for data here is what they're paying in India. It's extraordinary. Um, yeah, obviously they try and take over your phone with all sorts of mm-hmm. their apps and like mm-hmm. their services and stuff. And okay. you, I still get SMS now. <laughs> okay, yeah, you might never deals and <laughs> Okay, so tell us about the phone. Uh, the phone, so it's running on, it's, so it's, it's, like, it's like mid-end. Okay. So the launch price in India is 15,000 rupees. Which works out to about three thousand one hundred and eighty one. Right. Okay. Um, okay. And I was speaking with because I was Damn, on the trip with with the GM of, of Techno South Africa. Yeah. The South African division, and he was saying, yeah, they'll probably be able to bring it in for under four and a half thousand rand, which is incredible because okay. what you're getting is a six point four inch AMOLED screen. Yeah, very cool. Um, from Samsung. So it's a much more power efficient than the traditional LCD, yeah? Yeah, it's, mm-hmm. it's a 1080p screen and it's a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful okay. screen. I think it's the same one that's shipping on 
on like the A70. Yeah, I heard it's made by yeah. Samsung. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah it's okay. an incredible display. All right. Then you are getting a 16 megapixel, 12 megapixel rear camera right. plus a six, plus like a depth sensor thing. But it, so it's a it's a triple rear camera. Right? Yes, a yeah. triple. Mm. But I mean, one is only for depth sensing, and then right. you're getting okay. like so an eight megapixel yeah. ultra wide one as right. well. Okay, all on the back. All yeah, right. which is great. And then on the front, you're getting 32 megapixel front-facing camera okay but it does the intelligent like pixel binning sort of thing so uh, it okay. combines four pixels into one so I you're getting see. like okay. eight megapixel um images right. from that with like incredible clarity oh. like the, the the quality of that front-facing oh. camera was so good and i mean i understand also it's dual flash yes, which is and also a, a bit of a game changer yeah a dual yeah. flash up front so it's next to the the front earpiece Okay, um, so the front-facing camera is dual flash. Yes, mm. with, yeah, it's two flashes. That stay, okay. They don't like flash, they're just kind of two lights that shine. Oh, I right? see. Okay, yeah. okay, but so I mean, helping out that incredible sensor mm. already, it, it just, the quality, is, I cannot Excellent. state the quality. Excellent. Okay, and, and the overall feel in hand. Ah, it's a beautiful device. Give it a score of 10 for the feel in hand. Feel in hand, I'm going to give it like a 8.5 to Damn, 9. that's high, because yeah. you are one fucking <laughs> bugger. Okay, so, okay, that, that but is It's really got impressive. little drawbacks, so it's got 6 gigs of RAM, okay. which is standard for what you're getting. Yeah, no, no, that's actually um, high for for the for the price. I mean, if you if you're getting your phone in here at four and a half, then six gigs is it's high. It's got the MediaTek <coughs> um, Helios 35 mm. octa-core processor, okay, which so is not, not a P70, which would have been its top uh, top end. Yeah, now, yeah. Mm -hmm. And then it had, yeah, that's that's the that's that, about the, it. The one drawback is its USB, um, the micro USB mm. charging port, which is a little bit old school for now. Yeah, there's, there's no. I think for people shopping in the sort of four and a half grand range, they probably up for the micro USB thing. They just want all the accessories to go yeah. on working. They're not kind of interested in change, like we're obsessed with yeah. change. No wireless charging, obviously. Yeah, yeah. And then it has a, a 3,500 uh, 3, hour battery, which is a little okay. bit small. Yeah, that does sound a little small to me. But okay. I reckon it will get, it will get you some yeah, like the AMOLED screens, so that'll be a bit yeah. more power And they build in a lot yeah. of like AI power efficiencies. Like yeah, within, on top of what Android the UA, already yeah. has in there. Um, and, and Android, Android 9. Android 9 yeah, Pi. Yeah, yeah, so okay. it's launching with Android 9 Pi. It's, it was really an impressive device. Okay. And, I mean, if we're going into the conversation where Cyril Ramaphosa, our president, is committed to opening up the spectrum, offering right. more spectrum to the network carriers, yeah. that means they can drop their prices because they don't have to like work so hard to squeeze mm. everything out okay. of okay. one thing. So when the data prices start to fall and more and more people get to become like more comprehensively connected okay, <laughs> where yeah. you're actually right. making use of larger data bundles because yes. it's cheaper like these sorts of devices around about the 5,000 rand and under range become like a real real big yeah. consideration yeah and it becomes the true mass market yeah. That. Yeah, and then okay. if you're getting quality like the Techno Phantom 9 in there I mean the future looks bright okay so I mean we've always been a bit bullish about Techno on Tech Magazine mm. um, and uh, we have observed how they've expanded in Africa and they're actually quite dominant in a few significant markets in Africa so that means they figured out business models that work for African consumers and that's what makes us hope that they will succeed as well in South Africa of course here they're up against different kinds of network operators and so on but we hope that we will see the Phantom 9 yeah. soon yes. and we hope it will be somewhere around the 4,000 Rand mark that would be ideal mm. yeah, yeah we look out for that 
But in the meantime, I had been playing with two other phones that are in a similar market, not price-wise, but I think they're targeting a similar kind of consumer. So while we're bullish about Techno's offerings, I've had a great experience with Samsung's A70. So this would be close to the top of its mid-range phones. And I must say the build quality from Samsung is still remarkably good for something like an A70. This is a 6,000 Rand phone. It has, I think, the biggest screen of any phone I've ever used, which is 6.7 inches. That is extraordinarily large. <laughs> and the great thing about that is it's backed up with a 4,500 and something milliamp battery. So it really does have all, all you need to keep a phone like that going. I. It has a plastic back, which really suits me as well. I find phones with glass backs, you probably know this from the podcast, to be way too fragile generally. One and bump, heavy. Yeah, one bump and it's all over, you know. So we really like the feel of the Samsung A70 at 6,000 Rand. Also, 6 gigs of RAM, they're very nice and generous, so everything really flies. Um, but it's a close tie with my other favorite phone of the year so far, which is the Hisense H30 which we've mentioned twice or twice on the podcast before, but now I've had a bit more sort of long-term use of it, and it has been my daily driver for about two months. And I have loved this phone. It's got a nice heft to it, you know. Um, uh, it, came, it comes with a clear cover, which shows off the back, and the back is a nice kind of blue, hazy, Do you have the case on there? Uh, I don't have one on the A70, which is what you're oh, looking okay. at now, which is also quite pretty to look at. But uh, the H70 has been great. It's only got four gigs of RAM, but you don't even notice that because the phone actually operates really well, really slick, possibly because its main processor is the MediaTek P70, which is now sort of possibly the top of the mid-range processors and it's done exceptionally well. So we really like the heft of it. We really like the build quality. We like the screen as well, which is 6.4 inches. That's like a big-ass screen, you know what I'm saying. And 4 gigs of RAM, it really flies. We've loved the uh, the Hisense H30, also with a big battery, 4,530 uh, milliamp hours. A close tie between the Hisense H30 at 6,000 Rand and the Samsung A70 at 8,000 Rand. I would probably come down on the side of the Hisense just because of price, but the A70, if you're looking for a top-end mid-range phone, if that makes any sense to you, I could strongly recommend the Samsung A70. And now that's obviously going to be rounded up with the Techno Phantom, Phantum, 5. Phantom 9. Phantom 9, Phantom sorry, 9. sorry, which will come in several thousand rand below those two, but you really are spoiled for choice in the mid-range there. Yeah, so if you're going up a little bit higher to the 12,000 <laughs> rand range, I have just yesterday actually received the LG G8S uh -huh. ThingQ, very, very still clumsy naming convention. So it's the G8 minus the quad deck which is a bit sad. Mm, Minus. Is that now being kept with the V series? It no, that's like. the G8. Yeah, proper. But, yeah. But so, oh, I see. So the, 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 S, the, the S strips up. out that it drops the, okay. it ups the screen size by like 0.2 inches. <laughs> <laughs> so to bring it up to what size? Uh, I think it's 6.1. Mm -hmm. yeah, it's, okay. it's, it's like okay. uh, here's, it's a okay. couple of moles taller, a couple of moles mm. wider. It's got a very like iPhone XR feel to it. Mm. I was actually okay. looking at the sizing. Okay, around the corners. Yeah, it's around, yeah. but it comes with a case in the box, uh, which okay. is a first for LG. <laughs> Because <laughs> Lord knows I've searched long and yeah, far for Yeah, that's the problem. They now, they now have to put a case in the box if they think they're not going to sell a lot of units yeah. and that your average uh, your average retailer won't have cases for yeah. what they put one in the yeah, box. Yeah, it drops, yeah. drops the, the screen resolution to 1080p from 1440, mm. uh, which is fine. Brings back an earpiece. 
because okay. the G8, regular G8, has the piece the reverberated PCO, yeah. through the thing, yeah. Kind of vibrates the screen, vibrates so you screen, yeah. Um, and yeah, outside of that, it's pretty much a G8, still has the Snapdragon mm. 855 processor. Okay, but now because we know that there's another G8 model coming, which yes. will be the upscaled model, we're looking on this, not as a light model, but as the babier brother. Yes, yeah. and, okay. and I, I, I think I'm starting to like it quite a bit. Okay, like just well, one day in, but then again, Gavin walked in as I was putting my Vodacom <laughs> SIM card, and Vodacom <laughs> had then um, defecated. <laughs> it, it disgorged all manner of apps onto his phone. I it really think it was, was seven different apps. It was it was almost like being violated by yeah, a SIM and card. I had yeah. just finished painstakingly rearranging my home screen. Yeah. And because I like to use the stock launcher. So how many apps did you say? Seven. Yeah, it looked like there I just saw seven icons apps. sprayed across the screen. Seven apps that Vodacom has enforced onto his face, pressed yes. onto his phone without, you know, without a say so. And that was all at, yeah, at the cost to my data as well. Man. Yeah, good gracious. And then, yeah, also just took over my home screen. Damn. So it just rearranged everything back to the default. No, someone's just, got just to call them on the stuff, man. Yeah. Maybe we are the ones. But get for 12,000 bucks right now, retail, okay. the LG G8S ThinQ mm. is right up there with, 12, the, 000, eh? with the best at the moment. That means that the full strength G8 might be much more like 14. So. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. interesting. I mean, I'm going to hold out for the V60 and that'll be top, top spec, but again, might go up another two grand. 16,000 rand would be too much to pay. Yeah, for, but it still has like the, I think they call it the Z camera, which is the time mm. of flight front facing okay. thing. So it does use the face unlock. Uh. I see the notch is Apple large. Oh, gosh, so that is huge. <laughs> yes. It's okay. quite wide. Yes. Uh, did the Phantom have a notch? No. Uh, yes, it has a little teardrop Yes, okay, notch, so the yeah. teardrop notch, notch is now the standard. That's on my my uh, Samsung A70 and the Hisense H30. Both have the teardrop notch. Yeah. And your person, you don't notice it at all. I don't anymore. Yeah, well, notches mm. on Android have now become a little bit of a point of contention for mm. myself because Android 9, the protocol is that YouTube, when you expand to full mm. view, it actually goes into the notch area now. And it doesn't oh, stop just before it has a block, okay. which is really irritating when you... No, what's irritating to me is losing bezels around the side of the phone so that however you touch the phone, you're activating something every time. Talking so about irritating. that, let's drop my one mention of the Galaxy S10 uh. for the day. <laughs> <laughs> which is currently back with Samsung because the charging port failed. So it gave me this persistent moisture. It first stopped working in my deck stock. And then I tried like a different deck solution and then it worked a little bit and then it stopped working there. And then it just kept giving me this moisture detected in charging port warning. That's absurd. And I couldn't charge it through the charging port. So I've been wireless charging. Wireless charging in India is crazy. Okay. Because Obviously, wireless charging creates a lot of heat. Yeah. Oh, and it's pretty hot enough. It's yeah. pretty ambient temperature is like 38 degrees Jeez. with like 75% humidity. Uh -huh. And yeah, at one stage, the phone just stops oh, charging. I it was related to that, maybe condensation of some kind. No, but before port. I even yeah. left for India, this oh, I see. thing okay. started. I just right. couldn't get it fixed because I was like leaving. Ah, um, geez. Yeah, so that's okay. in the shop. I'll tell you how that goes next yes, week. Yes. Okay. Um, but into actual news, Gavin. Yes. These comments on the Samsung S10 are not paid adverts for those who think they might be. It's a fantastic device like though, but hopefully <laughs> we will be coming to you from, I think Note 10 is launching on the 7th of August, yes, the same really dates have come out that. already. I'm, I'm basically a Note user. You know, yeah. Well, if I'm not having being an LG user, I'm if, if they user. bring if they bring a, if they bring a smaller note, I'm I'm there. Oh, I'm right. all you about that. You have got me really thinking about smaller screen phones. Okay, but let's not get in the weeds. 
Um, what else do you want to talk about? Do you want to talk about Celsius? Oh my goodness, Kevin, what is going on there? Yeah. It's, it's, it's well, a dog we show. Don't, we don't know much, and that's the concern, is that, you know, for such a big brand, everyone gets very jumpy when something appears to be going wrong. And what appears to be going wrong is that Celsius CEO has retained three different kinds of consultants to figure out what's wrong with the company. So the one lot are looking at the finances, mm -hmm. one lot are looking at procurement, the other lot are looking at uh, how they can restructure the business. Um, so between Bowman's, which is the legal firm, PwC and Deloitte, all these people are trying to figure out what's wrong with the Celsius business. Um, they've been in business for 19 years, folks. And I think they needed to have done this process maybe a little earlier. Yeah. I think what we're learning is that it's hard to survive as a third player with less than 25% market share. I think, um, I don't know exactly what their market share is at the moment, but I know that successive CEOs have all said they can't get the economies of scale that MTN and Vodacom have. They can't get the leverage over the phone suppliers. They can't get the leverage in the market unless they have a lot more subscribers. They've been very innovative in their offerings in the past, but I think they are now struggling. They were bought, I don't know, in whole or in part recently by Blue Label Telecoms, which is a heavy hitter in the telecom yeah. space. But I think even Blue Label's getting a bit nervous about what they might find when the consultants start digging. So the market's looking at it very nervously. It doesn't mean your phones are gonna stop working or anything like that. It doesn't mean you shouldn't use Celsius. It just means their business model desperately needs an overhaul. Consumers won't know and won't care. But possibly the most significant development is that they won't have the cash to participate in Spectrum auctions, which means they're going to continue to struggle to have their own 4G network and will continue to uh, piggyback on other people's networks yeah. for full 4G, let alone 5G, which is even further away from them, I suspect. So here's three things that I know to be true. Yes, okay. <laughs> One thing is, about three, four years ago, they weren't actually paying their staff, but they were still spending ludicrous money Jeez. on marketing campaigns, like uh, taking outside covers of newspapers, money on and like those sorts of things. Yeah. Then they recapitalized um, in 2017, uh -huh. and what they have found now is that the debt has gone up more than anticipated. Oh, and the other thing I know to be true. Three things I know to be true <laughs> is that the black service has floundered. Yes. Okay. Because <laughs> you rescue. Because you you cannot you cannot advertise sports broadcasting uh -huh. and only have like highlights packages i see okay <laughs> i'm sorry so, so black, black was the equivalent of netflix basically yeah um and i just i mean they, they threw a lot of marketing behind it i remember ads on tv and elsewhere and they just i think didn't get to critical mass either that or the licensing of the stuff is killing them I yeah don't know. so i might be assassinated because i say this <laughs> but again i think the biggest problem that happened to cell was that eleanor craig yeah. went over and tried to rescue that business hmm. tried to put them on the front foot and eleanor craig he's made a lot of good business decisions in the past sure. but he has never actually succeeded without massive uptake in his ludicrous marketing spend. <laughs> so Vodacom, okay. mow the meerkat, that was, that was okay, the thing. Right, okay, um, All right, okay. And, and the, the, the guy in the, in, the, in the Speedo, in the leopard print Speedo. Yes, yes, yes. Jack Perrow and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think also it was a kind of a Greenfields opportunity back in the day. You couldn't stop the mobile market growing yeah. no matter what you did. It was just voraciously, yeah. you know. So Celsius was already in trouble. Eleanor Craig pitched up there and was like, hey, let's market. Yeah. 
let's spend everything on marketing. I think, I think that's why he took on the challenge because he wanted to see if he could do it again as yeah. a turnaround, you know, with the fledgling. And he came up with the idea that you needed a minimum 25% market share to make a go of it. Yeah. And that, I think, was his goal. But I think he had to drop that job before he got there. Ill health, I believe. Yeah, that was, that was ill health. And they, yeah. they just kind of continued with those business practices ever since. And I'm yeah. not... I'm not surprised that yeah, they've ended up know, where they are right now. It can't now. be fun though surviving as the third player, you know. No, but uh, I mean telecoms out there, they've got massive spectrum and they've yeah, kind of true, benefiting from true, that. That's true, but then they also, yeah, but they benefited from cheap air spectrum which they just, you know, absorbed. They yes. just inherited. And know. then Rain is also one of those also guys with like go, massive spectrum. Yeah, they're a bit, bit player, I mean. Yeah, but know. in the 5G revolution, I think a lot of players are going to start. Yeah, sure. There they are sure. a lot of talks now sure. where Vodacom might be roaming. Yeah, I mean a company like Rain at least knows to keep its overheads down as it builds up a business. A company like Celsi couldn't do that. They had to go and take on, you know, Celsi and Celsi uh, uh, had to go and take on Vodacom and yeah. and MTN up front. You know, yeah. that required big marketing bucks. Oh well. Uh, moving on. So, uh, so, so the bottom line is there's no no reason to be nervous about Celsi, but it is one to watch. Yeah, that, see what that they business do is not in a great place right now. Mm. Yeah, um, hopefully they don't cut too many things. Uh, briefly, any uh, other news happening out there? Vumatel? Uh, yeah, yeah Vumatel's rolling out fiber in Mitchell's Plain. Mitchell's Plain is, uh, for those who don't live in the Cape, is a huge, huge settlement that consists largely of people who were repatriated from District 6, which everyone knows about. In any event, the point is that Mitchell's Plain properties are all pretty tiny. The, the typical frontage of a house is like 10 meters. If you go to the leafy suburbs of Joburg, you'll see the frontage of a house is like 30 meters. So it means that there are a lot of people packed very closely together and that makes it much more cost-effective to roll out fiber because you can get a lot more subscribers with much shorter lengths of cable laid because you're, you're, you've got a lot more people packed into the area. So I believe they're going in with offers uh, at about 400 Rand a month for 20 megabit up and uh, sorry, 20 megabit, 20 megabit down and 10 megabit up, which is will be more than adequate for most people. It's by far better than any ADSL you'll get, and that'll be 400 rand a month. So it'll be interesting to see how that goes. Apparently, people have already been switched on. Um, this follows after Vumatel's plans to do the same in Alexandria, which got stalled for various reasons. Yeah. But that, for me, was the big, the big statement: was that they can roll it out in somewhere like Alexandria, and that stuff brings about the fourth industrial revolution. They are squeezed it in. Oh my goodness. Okay, we're done. We're done. In we're Industry 4.0 is what is my preferred term. <laughs> what, industry 4.0. Industry 4.0. Okay. 4. Okay. No, I'm I'm rolling with that as of now. As of now, I'm so tired. Before I are. Yeah. Moving like, on. But again, I think I think a lot of the mobile moves are going to supersede that i think you mean 5g ish 5g or and four, cheaper big, cheaper 4g cheaper mm. 4g is, okay. is going to take away the need for those sort of things because i mean like honestly me still waiting for telcom to cross a railway line to mm. bring me fiber to my home <laughs> at a cheaper rate than what i'm paying for now okay yeah I'll share my, you have struggled then jeez you have struggled um, okay yeah the biggest problems right now is still cable theft even on fiber lines because yeah. guys are just stealing the splice the splices because it's metal man. and then they're selling it's that so they'll pull up an entire length of fiber to get the splicer out I, uh, you know, because the fiber cable itself is completely worthless. Yes. It's technologically spectacularly advanced, but completely worthless yeah. to any scavenger. But where you connect you know? fiber to fiber, Jeez. that's a metal unit. Not to mention the complexity of connecting fiber to fiber. It's a hugely complex coupling that yeah. actually takes place. Oh my but goodness. But they, yeah, they're stealing, they're stealing those units now. And that's... <sighs> 
that's just yeah. okay but you know on the whole I, d I have so little hope about things generally but I think they are gonna get the cable theft thing right I think they're gonna fix that just because it's hurt too many businesses in too many ways mm. and the whole country is suffering for it so I think they're gonna get that right um, moving on um, our tip today about things you can do with tell me that isn't Fernando Torres that isn't that's Sergio Ramos oh Okay, you're right. Okay, fine. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> okay. Um, um, how to work with pictures in WhatsApp. Most people haven't figured out you can do quite a lot with pictures in WhatsApp, actually. So, if you're in WhatsApp and you're trying to send a message and you click on the little picture icon, you can either snap a picture, of course, um, or you can load a picture from your gallery, one that you want to send to someone. And what most people fail to look at is the little row of tools on the top right. So once you've got your picture open in WhatsApp, whether you've snapped it or loaded it from your gallery, look at the, the little icons in the top right. Um, the little pen allows you to draw on your picture with your finger. So if you want to sort of draw a little arrow to identify something for people, or you want to show them a route, or you want to circle something that they must take note of, or you can, there's a little T symbol which allows you to then type in text in any color you want, by the way, you can change the colors as you go. So if you want to create a quick meme, you can actually type a little text message on top of your picture. If you click the little, if you tap a little smiley face, you can add a little icon to your picture from your full range of emoticons. And you can size those and you can move them around on the picture. So wherever you typed your text, you can move it around on your picture. Wherever you drew your line, you can move it around on your picture. Wherever you dropped your emoticon, you can move it around on your picture. Or of course, you can rotate and crop your picture. So it's a full suite of basic tools for which you can uh, which you can use to manipulate pictures inside of WhatsApp. So you don't have to edit your picture before. You can snap it, edit it, and send it. Very convenient. Um, I'm actually just trying to edit the picture of my handsome black cock. Um, I actually have chickens at home. I have Australorks. They are black. Isn't this a PG show? I'm pretty sure this is a PG show. <laughs> it's Please an actual do. rooster. Okay, if you could see the expression on my face, <laughs> I'm like... It's an actual rooster. Yes. I'm They're sure. a giant breed. They're from Australia. Okay. And I have four of them. Okay. And I have two roosters. And I'm trying to edit as well, you are explaining right now. Let's call them right from now on, shall we? <laughs> the PGs. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Liz is enjoying his um, little joke. Okay. I just um, like catching Gavin of God's. Yes, well, that totally, I mean, my jaw is still like actually on the table. Let me just reel in the jaw of it. Um, so you're saying, oh, little but, frames and little stickers and yes, things. Yes, but you can also do video editing. Now, the video editing is much more, uh, <coughs> much more basic, but it does the one thing that everyone always needs which is you can clip off the end and you can clip off the start as much as you want. Most people when they start videoing, the thing that happens at the beginning is the thing they didn't want because either the camera is shaking yeah. or they're still framing the shot. And the bit at the end where somebody does something stupid or says something stupid is the bit you want to cut off. Yeah. So there's a little uh, slider that you can move to extract just the, the section of video that you actually want to send to people and that then clips off the beginning and end bits that you don't want. You adjust the sliders accordingly and then you send your video. Okay. So really cool basic tools that people didn't know didn't even know existed in WhatsApp. Yeah, that's that's pretty that's pretty interesting, Gary. Right. Um I'm I'm all about that third party editing life. So Oh yes, but you but you're a pro. I mean, the best the best out there right now for me personally is something called Snapseed. It's by Google. Yes, I've heard it's of that. It's a free download mm. and it gives you extreme control over very very many things in your 
editing a picture. Okay. Um, when it comes to videos, uh, the best video editor I find right now on Android, and it's baked into a lot of galleries as well. I know LG uses it directly in the gal gallery, mm -hmm. is um, an app called Kinemaster, so K-I-N-E-M-A-S-T-E-R. Mm -hmm. So video editing. Yeah, that's oh, video okay. editing. So mm -hmm. the free version, you can export videos, but it will have the up to 1080p and it will have a watermark. Right. Um, to remove the watermark, I think it's 75 rand a month. Ooh. Yeah, so it's, it's got that, that monthly sort of... You must be seriously of, into making videos. Yeah, a lot, yeah. A lot of these services are using... Um, uh, mm. These monthly subscriptions. One, mm. uh, the other one is um, Adobe Rush, which yes, is Adobe would be serious. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. that's that's also pretty pretty dope. The free version of that gives you three free exports, but then mm. you have to sign up for the subscription, okay. which if you own a Galaxy S10 device is on a discount from 140 rand a month mm. to 110 rand a month. Okay, but this is all for people who are taking their videos quite yeah. seriously. If you're just looking to do a hack job, one of your friends doing something stupid, your kid jumping in a pool, <coughs> then WhatsApp will clip uh, the best bit out of your video for you and do yeah. it all for free, which is great. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, um, and now we're on to? The Take A Lot Tech Treasure. The Take A Lot the Tech Take Treasure. The Take A Lot Tech Treasure for this week mm. is a replacement laptop power supply. Right. Now, why this is important, A, your, your, your power supply can actually get lost, can get stolen, but can also get trashed when the wires fray and that kind of thing. It becomes a fire hazard, actually. So if you're seeing weak connections, exposed wires, that kind of thing, you're about to start a fire and burn your house down. Get a replacement power supply for your laptop. Other reasons you might want to get a replacement power supply, and this now does not apply to the wonderful Lindsay, is... If you're shuttling from office to home with your laptop, you leave one supply, one power supply at each point and you don't have to carry it with you. You just plug the laptop in when you get to the other end. So this is why you might want a second power supply. A third reason, and this is really what motivated me in the first place, was that some of the power supplies for these laptops are not terribly well thought out and they can weigh a kilogram or more by themselves, which adds to the bulk of what you're carrying around every day. Some laptop power supplies go to a lot of trouble to make uh, a really nice light alternative. Some of them, I think the best one I've had has been 300 grams. That's how light yes. the entire power supply was. So that became my travel option. So if you're doing a lot of traveling, see if you can get a much lighter power supply than the one your PC shipped with. So there's two things that I believe right now. <laughs> two things I know to be true. One of them yes. is, it's 2019, we should be able to have power banks that can charge our, our laptops. Agreed, agreed. I mean, they are, but they cumbersome, yeah. Um, the other thing I know panels that can is that laptop, but USB Type-C is the way forward. And as more and more laptops, mm. besides for the Apple, which pretty much their whole lineup now, and they've just refreshed their lineup, so they dropped the, the mini MacBook, the MacBook, mm. MacBook. So now iPad or oh, MacBook Air is the entry point. Um, those are all USB Type-C and mm. they use power delivery, but they have a minimum of 65 watts in okay. terms of like the charge output. You so have USB, to, your, your charger has to develop 65 watts, so it simply won't charge the laptop yeah. at all. It won't even charge it slowly, it just won't charge so, it at all because it damages the battery. Yeah, yeah, HP does a weird thing where only one of the Type-C points, like on their premium is laptops, the is the charger point. one, which so, also needs like a minimum of 65 so watts. So the USB-C ports were originally the replacement for old USB. Yes. They were just much 
faster at handling data, they were nice and small, and they were just more efficient and optimized in every way. And then they discovered you could actually charge them as well yes. because they have a much greater capacity for carrying yeah. power so than the old USB. USB power delivery <coughs> is, that, mm. is that standard. So that will also charge your, your phone quite handily and quite quickly as well. well. So it means there's a USB port on many modern PCs, which yeah. if you're not actually charging the laptop, it's not actually plugged in, you can use it as conventional USB. Yeah. But when you're plugging in, you're plugging into one of your USB ports, the USB-C port. Okay, so then... So I like to go small and light, uh -huh. as usual, and my first choice yes. is the FSP Laptop Type-C 60-watt Universal Adapter Slash Charger, and that is a princely sum <laughs> of 590 Rand. Yeah, but as usual, your privilege is showing, but I'll get back to that. Yeah, so that it has a USB Type-C cable on the one end and a standard, like, we we call it in the industry, the technical term is the kettle cable. Ah, yes, okay, kettle plug, yes, yes, okay. The kettle plug on the other, you plug that directly into the wall and it will charge up your laptop. Um, it's USB 3.1 power delivery compatible and it goes up to 5, 9, 12, 15 or 20 volts mm. and delivers maximum output of 60 watts. Yes, okay, all right. Yeah. Um, so, so you might find if you were to just walk into a store, they offer you two different kinds of power supplies. One at 60 watts and I believe one at 90 watts. Now yes. the 90 watts I think are for heavy duty gaming machines and workstations and things like that, I suspect. 60 watts will do fine for most people. Um, <coughs> um, Lindsay's privilege is showing because of the ooh, 20 or so laptops I've seen so far this year, I think only one or two had USB-C, so regardless of what Apple is doing, other people are migrating to USB-C far slower than people Lindsay knows, obviously. So, my choice is the Astrum Universal Home Charger. We like Astrum as a brand. Um, I think they build great quality, affordable level stuff. Their Universal Home Charger is 539 Rand, and it ships with 11 different tips on the end that will one of which will fit your laptop so that works across all laptop brands and so on and the good thing about this is that if you change your laptop you know sometime in the future you should still have power tips available adapters that will work for your new laptop as well so you, your your spare charger is not limited to just the laptop you're using today it's also a 60 watt oh sorry this is a 70 watt um, product and it weighs 280 grams so that's a really nice low weight nice high output of 70 watts and 11 different power adapter tips on the end so it's future proof for your next laptop as well I, it's unclear whether it does USB-C but as I pointed out your next laptop might well not be USB-C okay that's the Astrum Universal home charger for 539 rand so then Portable power supplies. Okay. So this is something you can charge up, you can carry it with you, and uh -huh. it will be able to juice up your laptop. Okay. It's a little bit bulky. Sure, sure, I'm but you have to juice to a big battery on a laptop. Yes, yeah. so this is the Neveno, so N-E-V-E-N-O-E, -E -E, car jump starter power bank. Oof. So that's 12,000 milliamp hours of capacity, Jeez. and it's going for 920 rand on take lots. So All right. Outside of the fact that you can jumpstart your freaking <laughs> car from this thing, and it comes with the with the two clamps, 
okay. that, that is fitting for that. It okay. also comes with no less than seven different pins okay. for all manner of laptops Devices. from Sony, oh. Toshiba, Acer, Samsung, HP, Dell, right. um, and IBM. Curiously, the Lenovo one is missing from this list, mm, okay. which is a bit weird. Mm. Um, and yeah, that is... That is a power bank that can jumpstart your car. It yeah. has a couple of USB A's on it. So Sounds like a great road trip, road trip, road trip kind yeah. of companion. Yeah. Okay. And your price there again? Nine hundred and twenty rand for That's something. So for the Nevino. Yeah. Never, never know. Never know. Car jumpstart the power you bank. You never know when you'll need to jumpstart your car. I didn't even think about that. You are a genius, <laughs> you Mr. Dudley. With, with, um, <laughs> with uh, when the Russian president puts in place. <laughs> <laughs> a firewall in Russia, yeah. Okay. Um, all right, I think that's us. Yeah, yeah. So, what, what you working on? What am I working on? I'm working on a lot of things. Um, mm. I've, I've started this new series of kind of like columns on the website because I don't have that much time to, to spend on like in-depth dives. Mm. And um, so, with my India trip, I've kind of contextualized everything into one nice like 500 word column, mm. which is great. A lot mm. of people, there's a lot cool. of good feedback cool. about it. Uh, G8S thank you review is obviously underway as of yesterday. Mm. Um, good good feelings about that so far. Mm. There's going to be some video on that. Uh, okay. There's going to be obviously I've taken a bit of time on my on my Nintendo Labo, oh, right. the 3D the, mm. the the VR stuff. Cardboardy thing. Yeah, yeah, that that I've taken some time on, and even now with the Nintendo Switch Lite being mm. a announced last week which is like a nintendo switch without removable joy cons a little bit smaller screen mm. um, better battery life more efficiency mm. you can't plug into the tv anymore so it's like a it's like the second coming fourth coming of the game boy actually yes yeah sure yeah. So very interesting we'll talk about that next week maybe yeah nintendo yeah. switch yeah. See where so, it's so in, that yeah. that video review is coming up and all my thoughts are around the new devices all right um yeah that's where i'm at i'm that opinion that opinion guy across social media and that opinion guy on youtube okay uh, we are talking in Tech Magazine about the forthcoming Android Q. So that's beyond Android Pie that we're using today, version 9. This will be Android version 10. No one can think of a name of a suite that starts with Q except for Quality Street. But I'm sure there's probably something Hispanic that will come along that starts with Q and is uh, will represent the new version of Android going forward. We normally expect that towards the end of the year, but we're telling you what to expect and what the key features are that you'll be looking out for there. And we're looking at a roundup of um, cyber threats facing a small business and how you can easily control them, how to work with your employees to keep your small business safe from cyber threats. Uh, that's in the upcoming edition of Tech Magazine, so do get a hold of that. You'll get lots of other useful tips, just like the WhatsApp tools we discussed today, and of course the usual reviews of all the leading gear and so on. Uh, cool. That'll be Tech Magazine. Look out for us. You can subscribe. Uh, you can you can look us up online, find out how to subscribe. You can message us on Facebook, and we will fill you in with all the details you'll need. That's less than thirty rand a month, I believe, per edition of the Mac. Cool. And that's it. Cheers. Cheers. Bye.